Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are super happy that you are along for the ride right now to our fun time, happy show, the Guitar Knobs podcast, uh, where we do what, Tony? Well, we talk to people about products and specifically the boutique builders of guitars and amplifiers and pedals and pedal boards. And we have one-on-one shows. And we sometimes have one-on-one shows. Yeah, that's right. We love those. Yeah. And uh, speaking of all that stuff, we got somebody very special on the line right now. Hey, guys. This is uh, Rick Sell from Pure Salem Guitars. Hey, Hey, Rick. Pure Salem Guitars. Man, I am happy that you are here tonight. Me too. I've uh, been waiting to talk to you. I, I, uh, I've admired your guitars from afar, and then uh, when I was at Nam, <laughs> I got to try almost all of them, and I really didn't want to put them down. They were really fantastic. So, um, yeah. So we're going to get into your awesome guitar building and all that business here in a little bit. Right now, we're going to hit on to some quick news. And uh, everybody, strap in if you're listening on the in the car hopefully maybe you're listening on spotify if not give spotify a try so we can get our numbers up and if you if you are liking what you're hearing and you have the chance to give us a good rating boy we sure would appreciate it on whatever you're listening on uh yes all those things (laughs) hey i want to give a real quick call out to um jerry mullins one of our facebook contributors for posting the guitar fest coming up october 14th that's right Ohio. Helmage. And if you're nowhere near Ohio, then just nod along and smile and say, that sounds great. And if you're in a car, beep twice. Yeah. If you are anywhere drivable distance to that, come on out. It's it's a great show. We did it last year. It was super fun and uh, lots of cool stuff. He puts on a good show. He does. All right. Let's get into what's going on in our music worlds this week. Let's hear from Rick first. Hey, guys. Like to uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for having me on the show. Oh, absolutely, man. Glad you're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. You guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thanks. Your the $20 is in the mail. Jinx. Why don't you share what's, what's going on in your music world this week uh, besides building awesome guitars? Anything going on? In my music world this week, uh, it's just been a regular week getting orders out and um, answering a lot of emails doing the whole social media thing. That's just, the best um, part. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I've, you know, I started pure Salem five years ago now. And in that time I've met a, a lot of really interesting, cool people through, you know, through social media. I, I was never involved in social media prior to pure Salem. Um, but as a business, you kind of have to have it. And um, now I'm like one of these people that are always on their phone. I, I, I love Instagram. I love the way that it, you can reach out to people and, and have conversations and around the world. It's just really, it's a really cool platform. They all are. And just having a good time. It's been a, it's been a regular week. Nothing, nothing crazy. Cool. All right. Well, that, Hey, that'll work. Tony, oh, yeah. what's going on with you, buddy? Well, you know, uh, I, I can never, I, I start to get a little antsy when I don't have a project in the fire. <laughs> While my my neck is being finished on the on the Tully Custom that I'm putting together, I kind of had my eye on something that's been on auction for a while. It is listed as a '71 uh, Moserite Celebrity. Ooh. It's basically their 
uh, their take on on an, like an ES three thirty five, except it's a bolt on and it has the really cool M cut in the in the headstock. Oh yeah. So I found one. <laughs> And you know, every once in a while, eBay must must know my patterns because they tempt me with coupons. And this was like fifteen percent off of everything. Those devils. Yes. So I said, you know, I'm just going to pull the trigger on it, and uh, so it should be here soon. So it's a really cool. It's just the you know the neck and and body, and I guess the pla- some of the plastic parts are on there. This I got it from a, a guy that likes to take things apart. And sell the parts on eBay, but I figured, well, I might as well start with that. And then uh, I contacted my buddy Curtis Novak, who makes really good Moserite and uh, Carvin AP. Is it APC pickups? I forget what the which the the car, uh, Carvin models are. But anyhow, it's essentially he's 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 paid to have molds made. He has the rings, the molds, and everything. And yeah, uh, we do some work back and forth together. So yeah, I got I got the buddy price, I guess you'd say. I'm I'm kind of piecing it back together, but it should be a pretty cool guitar. It's it started off life as a red one, and uh, it's like faded to this really cool orange color. Oh, nice! So it's it's gonna it's gonna be a fun one. That's super cool. Yep, that is cool. You can never have too many guitars. <laughs> well, amen. <laughs> I mean, our wives wouldn't agree with that, but no. uh, absolutely. <laughs> Jared, how about you? Um, <clears throat> a pretty basic thing. Um. I got out an acoustic guitar the other day and it was my Martin uh, veterans that I am so proud of and I like to play and the strings are kind of deadish. And then I got to thinking, when's the last time I changed the strings on this thing? And then I thought about the other three or four acoustic guitars I have. And I thought, when's the last time I changed the strings on those things? And then I thought, oh man, owning all these guitars. I got to buy stock in a string company. And I, I have about two or three acoustics to every, you know, or, or one acoustic to every. That's a lot of math so far. There, I can't do really it. Rough. <laughs> I have a, let me, let me start over. You're in the for every acoustic, gu- Yeah. For every acoustic gu- guitar I have, I have four electrics for that one. So I. Top five answers on the board. One hundred yeah, people. I don't, right. I don't know what two math electric means. guitars. That's, it's voodoo <laughs> math. Uh, anyway, I know what it I'm is. Not, you have a it, lot. Okay, it's so a lot of strings. Yeah, it's what okay, it is. It's a lot so of it's like, I think I got to get a hold of String Joy and work something out. Just be glad you don't have twelve strings. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, sp- uh, do I have? One? We did a really early pro- bo- broadcast. Uh, I a feel broadcast. like Steve Brule. Uh, pizza. Um, broadcast. That's yeah. like some type of medical procedure. Yeah. That <laughs> you got to get the broadcast, you guys. Can't um, talk today. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we one of our early podcasts was with Stringjoy. Yeah, with Scott at Stringjoy. It was really fantastic. And uh, I bought several E strings, IEs from him because I always break the IE. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to buy like twenty of those, and uh, it was about five or I don't know three or four years ago when I did. And then I saw him at Nam, and he says, oh, yeah, you're the guy that bought, like, the 20 E strings. And I'm, how do you remember that? He does. It's He's his like, business. You're the only, only guy that bought 20 at a time. Yeah, well, Who maybe. doesn't break those things, man? I don't. I don't. Lies. You got a heavy hand, big man. Lies. <laughs> uh, let's see. As for me. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, regarding that, that uh, Strangeway 
episode, go back and listen to that. That's right. He was one of the first guys on, and we're big ups to, to Scott and, and continued excellent work out there. Super at nice Joy. guy, man. But don't shame us for the early podcasts. It was you Our, and the other guys. Yeah, the early ones, you know, they're collector. They're, they're an acquired taste. And well, actually, the whole thing's been an acquired taste, and we're glad that you've continued tasting That's right. or something. I don't know. Oh, anyway, there we go. So, uh, uh, it's going to be one of those. I received Stop it. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying it's going to be one of those. You're putting all the pressure on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I received something awesome in the mail. I've been waiting for this very patiently, and it is from a, a soon-to-be guest, uh, Tone Snob. So if you don't know what Tone Snob is and you're not driving, look it up. He makes custom-built pedal boards, and they are super great super cool super awesome all the supers so i ordered a black uh vox tolex style with gold piping 12 by 24 he's got all kinds of great sizes all kinds of fantastic customizations he's a super good dude that is just building them on the side but building them very very well and i was thrilled to hook up with him and i'm grateful for the one that i ordered from him so, where, where does the speaker go on that uh, yeah, it's, it's. I know it ain't. <laughs> it ain't a built-in. Built-in. It's got the. It's got the built-in carrying case. It's like the convertible kind of carrying case style one. It looks yeah. like a. It looks like a suitcase or like, like a portable a, record a mobster player. with like a, a sample. You got a. You got a Tommy many, gun in how there. How many pedals are on your board, Todd? Uh, on that one, none right now. But there's soon to be maybe about one, two, three, four, five, seven, maybe close to ten. Ten. Oh, that's wow. Something like that. Wow. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, what, about there. What he lacks in talent, he makes up in pedals. You better believe it. I have to. I have hey, to. Hey, me too, man. Those pedals, those pedals really hide a lot. <laughs> They're lifesavers. Yeah. You better believe it. Um, anyways, let, let me let me ask a question. Sure. And I, I, I want to ask all of you: when it comes to reverb pedals, Ooh. what's your favorite? Mm. What's your favorite reverb pedal out there? Holy Grail. Yeah, Old I mean school. it's 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 tough to beat that, but there's some really good digital ones. Uh, soon to be on the show, oh. Robert Keeley. Oh, yep. I got the caverns and yeah, I like it a lot. Did you try that setting I told you about? I did. It's and- pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I've actually, that's a question that I asked uh, recently out on the, on the Facebook group and overwhelmingly everybody said the hall of fame, which I used to own. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I I like trying new stuff, so I wanted to see what else was out there, and I connected. Have you guys? Yeah, I'm sorry. Have you guys tried uh, the Solid Gold Surf Rider? No, no I've never so. heard of it. But I do oh. have a request out for them to be on the show. Solid Gold, oh, if you're listening, hit me up. They're, they're oh, they build great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Oh, and solid. That, that reverb pedal is it's awesome. I love it. The Surf Rider. I have seen it out there. Um, but they're as good as gold. I have not played it. Yeah, so and you can't I'm, go wrong with Keeley, like you said. Keeley yeah, is he makes really good stuff. So, uh, what's your? Is that your favorite? That's my favorite reverb pedal. Yeah, interesting. The, the solid gold surf rider. I got a couple more questions to ask you about your pedals. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Okay, Rick of Pure Salem Guitars, tell us what your four on the floor is. Starting off my four on the floor, we'll just go right to the reverb, and that would be the solid gold effects, the Surf Rider. I think it's a beautiful sounding reverb, real, real deep, lush, 
vintage sounds come out of it. I think it's beautiful. Is it like a spring-based? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it has three different settings. I have two of them, and they, they have three different settings. Like, you get reverb, more reverb, and more reverb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you like playing all that psych stuff, which yeah, I love. I that, do, too. You know, 13-4 elevator kind of stuff. It sure. just drown it in that, and it sounds glorious. Awesome. Um, I think the next thing would be my Alter Ego oh. 4 oh, yeah. pedal. Okay. It's got so many delays on there, and they're all they're all really good. It's a lot of fun. You know, you could spend hours just tweaking the thing and, and finding out cool tones. So I, I like that one a lot. Is that something you've had for a while, or? Yeah, I've had that for a while. I've tried other delay pedals, and, and I just... I like that one the best because it has a, a good variety of, of different delays. Yeah, the more the better. It has um, it has one of those old uh, copycat. I think they were called. It's, it was uh, a, it was an English oh uh, Wem, tape W E M. Yeah, I believe they call it, it was called a copycat. Copycat, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that thing sounds really good. I like that. Are you guys familiar with a company called Big Knob? Big Knob, mm, no, no. It feels like we should though. Jeez. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sitting across name, from right? two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Knob is a company. I, I don't know much about them, but I do know that they make like clones of 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 like vintage pedals. Okay, oh, and okay. and uh, their graphics are really cool. Very, they're the you know a lot of the pedals nowadays look like. I read this somewhere. I thought it was perfect. Like a drunk clown threw up on them. This is like very. It's it's silver it has cute little graphics on it and uh the one that i like the best from them is um it's called the color jumbo and it's a tone bender fuzz clone like a 1974 tone bender fuzz clone and i just think it sounds amazing and the best part about it is it's really affordable i've owned some pretty expensive fuzz pedals and this thing smokes them and it's really inexpensive that's always a good deal. Yeah, you can't go wrong uh, when it's inexpensive and good, right? And good. Uh, the good's got to be there. Yeah. Yeah, no, this sounds really good. You can't. Uh, every pedal I have from that company sounds really good. Big now. Let's we'll check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Where are but they made? This, they're made somewhere here in America, I believe. Okay. But I, I, I don't know too much about them. But this one particular pedal just sounds, to, to me, sounds fantastic. Awesome. Number four. I don't. I don't know the name of the pedal. Um, I bought it off eBay. Okay. It was. It's a cheap. <laughs> it's a cheap Chinese fuzz pedal. Okay. You guys may have. You guys may have seen it. It has. It. I believe it's a Zvex clone. Okay. It has a a, a a red elephant on it. It's a black box with a red elephant on it. Black box. And it's supposed to be elephant. like. I think it's a woolly mammoth clone. Okay. I've never played the Zvex Woolly Mammoth, so I don't know. But this cheap Chinese pedal can get the most obnoxious, awesome, crazy-sounding fuzz tones. I love it. It's it's built like a tank. Uh, I don't know how they make any money. And you, mean, do, you don't know what the brand is? Well, he said he didn't no. know. Yeah, well, I'm no. asking him twice. Nope, nope. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. I'm looking at it right now. It's... Oh. Made by Little Bear. It's a uh, oh, BS1. Okay. Hey, Little Bear. I don't know. All it's right. Not That's Big cool. Bear. No. No, Little not Bear. Big Bear. Little Bear. But if you find it on eBay, buy it. I mean, I got mine for like 20 something, 30 bucks. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And, it, and it's awesome. So I'm a fuzz guy. You know, oh, I reverb a delay like and fuzz. some fuzz and, and, and I'm good to go. 
That's an interesting four. I like that. Those are four we haven't really <laughs> heard before. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. There we yeah, go. We're going to have to yeah. check out the, the elephant fuzz. Gold surfer. Gold All of them. Uh, yeah, surf Silver rider. Surfer? Surf rider. Now, you should do a guilty pleasure fuzz. Or not Ooh. a guilty pleasure fuzz. A guilty pleasure pedal. Do your four on the floor because everybody has that one pedal that maybe doesn't get a lot of respect. Yeah. you really love. My, yep. I, I got to give love to my electroharmonics metal muff. There you go. <laughs> with, with the top boost. Um, okay, you know what? We're going to throw it just for you. I'm going to throw that one in there. Yeah. Thank there you. You, you bet. <laughs> what do you love about that pedal? Oh, I can. I, I'm, I'm 48. And when I plug that thing in, I'm, you know, I'm 17, 18 year old again. And I'm, I could play my anthrax riffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Uh, let's get on to the big reason you're here. We want to hear about your story, the Pure Salem story. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned a couple times, I was really excited to get you on. I think you've got a a really fantastic line. Um, And as I mentioned, I actually got to play them all. And and unfortunately, when we when we have luthiers, it's a little tougher to, you know, when we have pedal pedal builders, they typically will send us their pedals so we can try them out and everything. It's a little tougher to do that with guitars. Uh, So we have to take it on word or or recommend or, you know, what we see on YouTube. Rarely do we get to play the entire line, and I had that extreme fortune at uh, at Nam. I, I was really, really impressed. So that, and I had to say, "Doggone it, I got to try harder to get this guy on." The well, funny thing you. is, I think I think you had responded to one of our posts, and I said, "Check your messages, man." <laughs> oh, I know. And you I'm said, kidding. "Oh, I, I didn't I, even know these are here." <laughs> I, that's how bad I am when it comes to the when I yeah. That was a long time ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep, I sent, I I sent new, the first one a long the, time ago. I was ago. new to the yeah, I was new to the whole social media thing and still learning it. Yeah, but yeah. Where did you? Was it at the Summer Nam show that just? It was popped? at Summer Nam. Yeah, uh, at the oh, sorry, uh, at, at Pedal Alley, I guess. Yeah, it was being yeah. called. That was uh, curated by Grant from Big Ear. Yes, that's correct. He does an excellent job. That that guy and his and his uh, partner Karen, those two. Always deliver a top-notch booth. I mean, besides their pedals being awesome, just they are so meticulous in in their design and having everything match and 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 functioning. And they're just those are two people you need to have on the show. Uh, Grant's a great guy, yep. and um, yeah, that that booth is amazing. He puts together an amazing booth. Yeah, and to be clear, for those who who aren't familiar with it, it's not. It isn't just one booth. He organized, you know, it, it was called kind of dubbed Pedal Alley because there were, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe 10 builders, maybe more than, more than, more than, that, that, more than that. that. More than that. It's hard to, it's hard to, I mean, there were so many pedals you couldn't even see straight. And I spent, I don't know, two and a half hours just in that space alone, trading out each of your guitars and playing all the different pedals. And uh, they were all, they were all headphone based, which was great. So I could actually hear what was going on. And you don't, uh, you didn't have the uh, self-conscious sort of like, oh great, I got to plug right. in and play, and everybody's going to listen and be like, that guy's not very good, you know, <laughs> which surely would have happened. <laughs> oh, of course. That's why I don't go on the. That's why I stay away from forums because there's always someone that will talk crap about yeah. a pretty sunset. I mean, oh, that's forums a are deadly. Way to put that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so yeah, let's get in and talk about uh, where you know who you are, where you, how you got started and, and, and how you ended up now. So first of all, I know Jared has a pressing question. 
Yeah, so how did you come up with the name Pure <laughs> Salem? You guys are going to be so disappointed. I Every time somebody asks me this, I feel like, God, maybe I should have picked another name because they have this like buildup, like, ooh, what is it? You know, what is it? I was reading a book by Dean Koontz. He used the term, one of the key, one of the characters used the term Pure Salem describing a real creepy macabre situation they were in. Oh, that's and, oh yeah, Salem witchcraft, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and and uh, it was about getting ready where I needed to come up with a name for the company. My last name is Cell, and I didn't want to do the typical Cell guitar, you know, Cell guitars. How you know, really, that would be terrible, right? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> or perfect, you know, Cell really guitars, sure. right, right, right. Yeah. Cell guitars. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the I like the term. I was going to use it. It's like a song title or something. I've 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 written. I put out a bunch of crappy records year, a while back. Um, so, anyways, I was going to use it as a song, and then I had to name the company. And I thought, you know what? It kind of it's different, and and that's why I went with it because it's different. I try to I try to be different. You know, when I first started with the marketing and the imagery, it was very different than most companies do. Like mm-hmm. I was I was using a lot of like psychedelic imagery. Um, even placing ads in Premier Guitar Magazine, my ad would be like some weird psychedelic picture of something and, you know, no, not even a guitar picture in the ad. So I'd try to, you know, maybe not the best marketing technique, but just try to be different. I can appreciate that. You gotta, you gotta figure out how to, how to, uh, stand out in a crowd and, and at least at, at bare minimum have a voice that's unique enough to, to beg to be heard. Yeah. I, to be honest, uh, at this point in my life. I'm not too concerned about selling a million guitars. Uh, if we sell, you know, if we sell a lot. We sell a lot. If we don't, we don't. You know, as far as like you were saying, standing out in the crowd. And this to me is not. It's a business, but appreciating my life and enjoying my life and having having fun with the time remaining in my life. Um, you know, I'm 48 years old, and I started the company five years ago. I did something before this for a long time. So, and what I did before this made me realize. Life is short, and I didn't want to have regrets. And so, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh-huh. I I just want to enjoy my enjoy my life and do what do something that I'm 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 happy doing, and and that's where I'm at. Well, no, I'm. Who's going to argue with that? I'm not gonna. No, nobody's going to argue with that. That's a, that's a that's a good mentality because you know what that does. That lets you be cool, lets you go with the flow, and uh, I think people can appreciate that. You know. I hope so. I mean. There's no pressure. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I dealt with I dealt with pressure for 21 years and I dealt with the the day-to-day grind that What did you do for every, for that long? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, um I was a police officer here in Miami. Oh wow. Ooh, okay, that's yeah. That's pressure. Yeah, it was you know, it was it was a fun job when when you're young it's fun, you know. I I, I can't say that it, it wasn't. I I worked with the great guys and we had a great time and it was it was a lot of fun, but at the end, you know, it becomes a job like anything else. And, sure. and the BS that you're dealing with, I should have been a fireman. Let me put it that way. Nobody calls, <laughs> no, everybody loves the fireman. Nobody loves the police. And all you see all day was, you know, I was just dealing with negativity. And and, yeah. and I worked in a real rough part of town for, for most of my career. I liked working there. And it was just constant negativity, you know. Yeah. And now, now I'm doing stuff like this, talking to you guys and... And, and meeting creative people and, and people that are happy because I've never ran into anyone at the NAMP show or at a guitar center or a Sam Hatch or at the music, local music shop 
that's in a bad mood. Yeah. You know, we love this stuff. Yeah. We're geeks about this stuff. <laughs> we're, we're, we're passionate about this stuff. And it's really, really refreshing for me. You know, it kind of saved my life, to be honest. Hey, welcome to this that side of awesome. it, man. Um, I was a military police officer in the army for a little bit. And uh, I had just enough to where I knew that's not what I wanted to do. There, there was a lot of things I opened my eyes to and just told me, hey, no, this isn't you. Uh, just go do something that you really want to do for the rest of your life. So that's what I did. So welcome to the side of the world, man. It's nice. I like it. It's a weird profession because you you tend to, police officers tend to hang out with police officers. Yeah. It gets to that point. And then what do you do? You go to a party or you, you and, and then you start talking about police crap. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't want to do with that. You know, I, I got tired of it. Yeah. And it's yeah. not, it's just, it's not any fault of, of, of them or, or me. It's just. That's what you do. You talk about yeah, what, you're, that's what, what, you do. what you're familiar right. with. We're talking right. about guitar crap. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the change was great. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm super thrilled. And like I said, I'm not. I just, at this point in my life, I just want to have a good time. Well, good, good man. For you. Well, congratulations. And I think oh, uh, you. you certainly picked something to do it well at. You Thanks. have your, your guitars are smoking. If any, whoever's listening and you haven't gone to Pure Salem yet, go check it out real quick on uh, Instagram and or on the web so you can get familiar while we're, while we're discussing these. And if you can't right now, just do it as fast as you can. Run to the bathroom and pretend you're on a break or something. I don't know. Uh, it, or don't, no, don't do it in the bat. That's never, sorry. Uh, okay. So we got through your name. That's great. That's a solid name. It's a good story. We'll go like with it. that. So how did you actually get like, what gave you the big music bug? My father, my father is from Wisconsin. He grew total happy days vibe. You know, my father was Richie Cunningham. Um, he, well, he has a little bit of the Fonz too. He was into cars and stuff, but he had an uncle in Chicago who was a DJ in the fifties. My father inherited an incredible record collection. Wow. So I remember my parents uh, divorced when I was young. I would go on the weekends to see my father. It was a cool divorce. My mom and dad are cool people. They did everything the right way. And I would go see, go to my dad's house and we would listen to records. And that's, that's when I first got exposed to music. It was like, which is kind of cool in a way because I experienced music from like its original source. Like I wasn't listening to Journey on Sticks on the radio in 1980. Uh, I was listening to Little Richard, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, those kind of guys. I remember the first time I heard the song Little Darling by the Diamonds. I, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. That song just hit me for some reason and that was it you know i fell in love with music that's yeah. a great story man cool now yeah, we're that, all that. gonna go out and make sure that we hear little darling after this by the diamond oh man by the diamond that song is that song that i don't know what it was about that song i mean i think everybody has a song that hits them you know but that 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 song was was it for me that's awesome i love a good story like that good origin story so what was the first guitar you ever got coming out of that well, after playing air guitar, tennis rackets for two years mm -hmm. and begging, begging my, 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 my mom and my dad and my grandparents for a guitar. And their response was, I don't know if you guys ever got this, but you don't know how to play. <laughs> well, I don't know how to play because I don't, I don't have one. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so my, my grandparents, um, 
I guess I wore them down, um, which wasn't hard. My, my grandparents, I was like, I could do no wrong in their eyes, you know? So they got me a guitar. It was a little bit of a mission because I'm left-handed. We went all over Fort Lauderdale to all the little music. This was before Guitar Center and right. Sam Ash. And so there were still the mom and pop shops. Good old days. And, and yeah, yeah. Which they're kind of coming back now. So anyways, back then um, we found, a, a, I think it was a 74 Gibson SG. Yeah. And it was like 375 bucks. Yes. So that was my first guitar. And it was a lefty? It was, yeah, it was wow. a lefty. Wow. Was it a special, a standard? A... Uh, you know what? I don't remember. I was young. And then I went through a phase where uh kind of like Run DMC. Uh, and I uh, stopped uh, playing guitar. Um, <laughs> we all did. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then I got back into it. And then it was just a revolving door of, of guitars. I, I was never... I was always buying and you got swapping and you got hooked early. Mm-hmm. Now, Run DMC did do that song with Aerosmith, "Walks Walk This Way." Yeah, actually, actually, to give them a little bit of credit, even before that, they did a song called "Rock Box," and I I could swear that that the, the player Carlos Alomar was on that. I think he played with Bowie. But if you ever heard that song "Rock Box," it's got a killer guitar riff and and it's got a solo and everything. I'll be looking that up. Learn a little something new every day, don't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. We got little darlings. We got Rockbox. Well, I might have to drive home. Run be DMC, fantastic. baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, so you got you got the bug early. You know, have, be, having the bug and and just limiting yourself to just getting some cool guitars is one thing. Taking the plunge into saying, I'm going to actually build some of these. Not only am I going to build some of these, I'm going to build a little, I'm going to build a business out of these and make lots of them. Walk us through how that came about. I know that you already went through your story about what you were doing for quite a long time, but uh, how how does one just do what you're doing right now? You know how that happens? By the power of punk rock. Yes. That's how that happens. I love it. Half Japanese, David and Jad Fair taught me what school didn't teach me, and that was that you could have the gumption and the guts to do something, you can do it. Half Japanese came out with a record. Their first, well, they came out with a, like a seven inch, but their first real record was a, a three vinyl set. They didn't know how to play their instruments, but that didn't stop them. These guys had the the gonads the size of Montana. <laughs> they just decided they were going to do it, and they did it. I remember being a kid, and I and I, I I got into the music. I fell in love with the band. Their their DIY attitude. I saw a documentary called Another State of Mind. Have you guys seen it? Oh, that? yeah, that's so good. It's amazing. It they is should, so should, great. The Stern brothers are in a band called Youth Brigade. Yep. And those guys put together a tour in the whole nine yards, but it was a DIY tour. And it's a, the, the, the tour turns into a disaster. But they should show that at school to show what you can do. For if real. You put your mind to it. I mean, if, you, if that, you just think about uh, Mike from, you know, from Social Distortion yeah. right there, like you watch one of the greatest punk rock songs ever written mm-hmm. come to life through this experience yeah with and his joan just, jett sticker oh on man, the guitar so great. remember that so great so so punk rock half japanese and punk rock bands and that documentary taught me that i could do something if i wanted to do it right on now i just had to have the the courage to do it because of my job that i was in 
the, the, the last five years, I was miserable, super depressed, very unhappy. You know, I'm, I'm working in a pretty rough part of town. There's a lot of violence. I've seen people, you know, a lot of dead people and stuff. And I thought, man, life is short. I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm really unhappy. And I had a friend pass away. The guy, uh, name was Larry Bennett. He works, this is, how, look, this is how life is, right? He works 30 years on the job. He's set to retire. I meet, I, he, he's like a father figure to me. We meet for breakfast every morning. We have breakfast. He's getting on his bicycle to go meet his wife. The oh, guy was geez. super active, rode bicycle, jumped out of airplanes. He was, he was a great guy. Has a massive heart attack on the way to go meet his wife. So there go, 30 years on the job. He didn't get to enjoy a day of retirement. Wow. That day I came home and I told my wife, I'm done. I quit. I'm going to quit. I, I, I wanted to do this. And I, I just jumped into the deep end of the pool and I made a lot of mistakes. But I, <laughs> but I, but I did it. You know, That's and awesome. here I am. Yeah. We're so glad Thank that you, you did, man, for real. And you are speaking my language. I love a good punk rock story, man. I'm a punk rock guy at heart. I love that. Uh, you jumped deep dive in and you made a lot of mistakes. How does one begin to do that? Like, get us through that. Well, when you don't know anybody in the industry and you go on Alibaba to look for a guitar manufacturer, you're going to, you're going to, you know that that's not a good start. Sure. Um, but I was so I was so gung ho and so motivated that I just did it. You know, I didn't I didn't say like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join uh, Nam and I'm gonna go to the Nam show and I'm gonna try to meet somebody. No, I just went online and I found somebody and he promised me the world and delivered firewood. Oh boy! So yeah. the first my first experience was not a good one, but I recovered from that. I, I was a, I met a gentleman from uh, Korea. He's a well-respected guy, and and he decided. And, and a lot of things, a lot of these companies, they want like high MOQs and stuff like that. What's an MOQ? So minimum order quantity. Uh huh. Okay. I couldn't do that. You know, I'm a regular. I'm a regular guy. I'm not a corporation. I don't have you know hundreds of thousands of dollars. So he worked with me, and I had a my very first manufacturer that I worked with. Uh, I was with them for one year, and I wasn't happy with the quality. Um, I was having to fix the guitars a lot at, during setup, you know, when I was setting them up. So, so our first year of guitars, you, if you notice, you sometimes you might see a Pure Salem guitar that has the words Pure Salem written on them, mm -hmm. on the headstocks. Mm -hmm. Those are those are from our first year. I wasn't happy with the with the quality. I'm always looking to improve. I did go to the NAMM show and I had a meeting with uh, with a company, same company that builds for Reverend guitars. Uh huh. And a few others, which uh, shall remain nameless. But um, I say Reverend because Reverend makes that. Well, they're pretty open they, about they're, it. They're pretty open about it. So am I. I put it on the website. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change my manufacturer for the world. You yeah, know, they're gonna have to kick me out of there, kicking and screaming. I'm very, I, very happy with them. Yeah, I have a Reverend, and um, they have a really good setup guy. It's a great guitar. I, I get it out every day. So yeah. just just to reinforce what you're saying. Thank you. Yeah, no, they're they're great and they're great people to deal with. So I was very. I remember going to the show with my wife and and I was like sweating for the meeting. You know, I was really worried when they agreed to work with me. I I oh boy, I was on cloud nine. A big concern was take was out of the way. You know, like I knew that that they built quality instruments. So from from that point on, it's been it's been a blast. You know, I mean, few people are able to lock into something that early that works well that the one good thing that happened for you for sure uh, how about your design i mean you you've got some really outstanding designs i i'm personally really partial to that la flaca 
I love oh, La Flaca. Thanks. Um, a lot of that stems from me being a lefty, like a frustrated lefty. No kidding. Where, yeah, because, you know, a lot of those old retro guitars uh, from the 60s, the, the real funky ones, they never made them in lefty. You know, I get I get this. It's a compliment. People give it to me as a compliment, and I, I take it as a compliment. They say that our guitars are are different. They're a little bit out there, but yet still very familiar. Yeah, they're not too far. Right, right. They like they're like on the border, you know. Like, well, you know, and they're and they're not for everybody, you know. Some guitars are not going to be for everybody, sure. and, and could, for the most part, which is something that I learned when I started this, uh, is that guitar players we're really conservative. You know, we're very traditional. We may have long hair, and well, I don't have any hair, but you know, <laughs> at one point we had long hair, and you know, we wear the chain belts and the leather jackets and. When it comes to the guitars, you know, it's a Tele, a Les Paul, and a Strat. Uh, we're very conservative. Most still, even even what the ones that are pushing things, that's, you can always trace it back to most usually to the roots of those early ones. Um, sure. Well, they're, yeah, they were there. They, they created the iconic guitars. You know, they, yeah. were, they were fortunate enough to, to be around when rock and roll was, you know, getting its legs. And re- recently you came out with the, uh, the Levitation. That's a recent one, right? The levitation? No, no. The levitation is like our teardrop shape. Uh, yeah. But no, that's that's been in the lineup since day one. Really? I d- yeah, I that, did not know that. Okay, that's my that's bad. One of my favorite guitars, that one, and um, that was a really nice guitar to play, man. Thank you. Legit. Thanks. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, but that's another one of those shapes that you either love it or hate it. You know. I was one of the people. who was like, I I looked at it and I kept looking at it. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. And then I picked it up and I said. Oh, I like it. <laughs> uh, it had and, such and great balance. It, I guess that's the thing when I look at, the, at that. Um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's the levitation is remnant, uh, reminiscent of, of the Vox teardrop, but um, uh, it's almost like a cross between... A, Tony, what's that a cross between? Uh, it's, it's got the extra horn on it. It's got a, yeah, it's got like a curved horn in front instead of a teardrop. It's, like a, it's like a horny teardrop. Right, something like that. <laughs> it's like an offset. You know what? It's an it's like an offset teardrop. Yeah, that's what it is. There, that's a better way to put it. It is a really cool guitar. Uh, it is unique looking. It has fantastic balance. I was really surprised by that. Well, well I think I think the upper horn does add to the balance because if you've ever played a real a, a teardrop, oh, a head heavy, headstock just, heavy, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. fucking SG. Yeah, yeah. You've got some really interesting shapes. I think what you seem to be doing well, if you don't mind me kind of projecting on you really quick, is... As long as it's good. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like you mentioned, we we tend to gravitate towards the things we know. We like to push the bounds, though. Uh, and your guitars are definitely pushing familiar shapes, but in unique ways. I think that you have a defined look. Like, you can, you can look at a guitar, not even see the headstock, and I, I bet you most people could be could point out like any people that are familiar with the boutique guitar industry at least could say, pretty sure that's a Pierce Salem. Um, yeah, that's the goal, right? That yeah, would be, that would be like that's like a guitar player having his signature tone. Yep, yep. And you have um, that in your headstocks too. Uh, you carved out your particular headstock look that you you know put on everything with a kind of a almost like a fat. What is it? What would you call that? A fat German carve? A fat bevel? Kind of like a Starcaster, yeah. isn't 
Yeah, we have we have a headstock that's 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 in the Starcaster vein, mm-hmm. and then our three on three is uh, is a more original. Yeah, it's got, got like a German carved scoop out of it or something like that. Yeah, we get a lot of compliments on that. Yeah, I I, I, I love it. I think it's I think it's a cool headstock. Are you constantly pushing to new designs, or do you do you feel that like your stable of designs are kind of there right now, and you're you're going to sit there for a while? Or no, I'm always I always have a new guitar that I want to come out with. Um, nice. Yeah, I I think I'm going to start thinning the herd. You know, because I've only been doing this for five years. A lot of people don't know who we are, and I'm still trying to figure out what because it is a business. And I still, I'm still trying to figure out what sells and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I have models that are consistent sellers, and those are going to be, you know, they're going to stay in the lineup. And then I have others that maybe they don't sell as well, but they sell. Well, maybe I'll make way for newer models, and and those will fall by the wayside, or I could do like limited runs of them, stuff like that. Right. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what sticks, like. Our classic creep. When we first came out with the classic creep model, we had it in um, some gold and dark green and a uh, blue, and they sold really well. And then I had the great idea to put sparkle colors on them, mm-hmm. and it was like somebody threw a wrench in the machine. It just, you know, the no, I couldn't for a while. I couldn't give one away. That's I, I just. And then it's funny. I was talking to a guy in a, who owns a music store. He goes, "Ah, sparkle colors never sell." Like I guess. Gretsch is the only one that could sell sparkle colors and do it well because it took me a long time to uh, to sell those. And now we're back to solid colors. We just came out with a new version of the Classic Creep. and That's uh, sort of like a... Yeah, if I think, uh, if I can describe for the listeners who can't see that, it's kind of like, it reminds me of a really psychedelic Burns buffalo. Yeah, if if yeah. Salvador Dali, yeah, made it. <laughs> if, it, if 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 it had sat out in the Miami sun for a few yeah, hours, that's... <laughs> it, it's another one of those love it or hate it sh- uh, shapes. I love it. Yeah, but if you're doing that sort of like acid psych rock, man, I mean that's your guitar right there. I mean, you can use the horns as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, like it's it's a it's cool. I like I like it too. I like it too. Uh, let's um, not forget about the Bruiser. Your take on a flying V? That is a handsome guitar, my man. Oh well, thank you. That was that was made in in response to basically that was me being my childish reaction to uh, some nasty uh, cease and desist letters I got. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, welcome to the biz. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that was very eye opening to see uh, to see how that all went down and and like oh why me you yeah know? it was kind of neat that the that the 800 pound gorilla in the room took notice of me you know For sure little, that's what i felt me. the first you time know? i got one i was like oh wow i made it <laughs> yeah 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 i framed it yeah nothing came of it nothing came of it no nah. so i was like oh really okay well no i'm gonna you know yeah here you go so uh we t- we mentioned uh, my favorite, which is the La Flaca. Uh, I'm just going to talk about that one real quick. Why why don't we choose that one as like let's do a deep dive on your you know your components, your materials, that sort of thing. The La Flaca is apparently, uh, yeah? apparently Todd. Apparently Todd, uh, the 800 pound gorilla in the room uh, uh-huh. gives 
guitars. Thought that was a Gibson. <laughs> thought that was a Gibson SG, and uh, sent me a letter over that. Oh boy. Yeah, but you can Go still figure. get them, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We still make them. Yeah, that's good. All right. I am not a fan of SGs. Now, it, it's not that I don't, you know. It's just the look that he's it's not just, fond well, no, of. Well, it, 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 no, it isn't. Actually, I do like the look. I just, I don't like the playability. It, they, don't, they don't play well for me. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Weird. So when I, again, when I saw the Love Flock, I was like, well, that's kind of like an SG. And I know, you know, I'm not really, I don't get along with those very well. But then I picked it up and it it didn't feel like that at all. It was very well balanced and actually felt a little bit more like um, like uh, my special, like my uh, Les Paul special, but with a bigger body. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. The German carve on it is super cool. I, that is, it, that's technically a German carve, is it not? Yeah. The German it's carve sexy. follows it's the body. It really guitar. is. It's a super sexy guitar. And I love that you have a humbucker in the bridge and you've got a single coil tilted at an angle in the front. I thought that was really unique. Every little aspect of the guitar, you've taken something familiar and you've kind of just moved it to the left or to the right a little bit. Uh, even the knob positioning was unique. It, it was reminiscent of an old junior, which I thought was super cool. Remind me, it, this started to remind me actually of Joan Jett's guitar, which I'm a fan of. So there's Melody Maker in there too. Uh, you have sort of the tuxedo style black or uh, block inlays, which dresses it up real nice. So you got your classic, uh, the Pure Salem carved out uh, three on three headstock. This is a slamming guitar, man. Yeah, thank you. I, I I like that guitar a lot too. That's 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 one of the ones that the cool. It's a it's a really cool guitar. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, well, I, I I have fun. You know, I have fun putting these together and and figuring out what's going to work and what's not. That one obviously to me and to you worked. Yeah, um, for sure. It's a good rocking guitar. It's uh, you know, not all guitars when you pick them up, you can say, well, actually, let me back that up. Most guitars. W- say, I play this kind of music, right? Or I play this kind of music. This one, I think, spans a lot of different kinds of music, which I really like. Like, I could totally see somebody who's deep into country playing this. I could totally see an acid rocker playing it. I could see a punker playing it. I, You know, whatever kind of thing you think you are, uh, that's particular one that, that I responded well to, clearly. So I'm going to be quiet about that and not sway this conversation too much further. But I would like to know about some of the appointments that you have on it. What kind of uh, what kind of fingerboard are you using? That has a rosewood board on it, but because of the CITES um, stuff that's going on, all and, our and can all you our, explain that really quickly for those who may not know what that is? Um, CITES, um, it's a like a it's a, it's an organization that meets every I believe four or five years. I may I may not get this one hundred percent correct, but they deemed that rosewood was was becoming uh, scarce and endangered. A certain type of rosewood, but they kind of did like a blanket uh, solution to the problem. They're like, no rosewood. You know, you can't use any rosewood anymore. So if you had guitars that that in in your stockpile that were that had rosewood, you had to uh, contact Fish and Wildlife. You had to do a whole bunch of paperwork and and have your stuff like authorized that it was. You had it before the CITES agreement, this and that. Um, you can't have guitars. For someone who's making guitars now, you can't have rosewood um, on your guitars. And it really affected not only the music industry, but like the auto industry, the furniture industry. It was a big it was a big deal. So th- that one that you played has rosewood. Um, all future models that, that, that 
we're going to do are going to have ebony boards. Um, I just like, I like ebony. I like rosewood. I'm not big on, on, you know, maple fretboards, fingerboards. Um, so rosewood and, and, and now we're moving to ebony. Well, all right. I like an ebony board myself. I'm a fan of those. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, uh, it depends on the guitar and the pickups. I mean, I find ebony tends to make it darker sounding. Mm. Yes. Um, in addition to darker <laughs> looking too. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uniformity in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, well, there's Mo- some mostly, that, mostly. There's some that's figured too. Sure, but sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I still like, I love rosewood. I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's what I, I guess, grew up on. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, 50 years from now, oh, that, that guitar has a rosewood neck. You know, it, that's not going to jack the price up. Yeah, you know, nah, it's hard to say. Well, if, you, if you're allowed to buy them, <laughs> well, actually, what'll happen is all these rosewood trees will just keep growing and growing, and more will grow, and then they'll have an overabundance of rosewood, and they can't get rid of it. All they really have to do is just rename <laughs> it, <laughs> right? Yeah, Call it so. something <laughs> other than rosewood, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tulip wood. Yeah. There you go, tulip yeah. wood. Yeah, uh, I I kind of had a question. I noticed that uh, most, if not all, of of your line have uh is it dual truss rods and everything yeah so how did i mean i i mean i know obviously guilds and rickenbackers have had dual truss rods is that kind of the inspiration behind that or what do you find i mean do you find that it corrects some issues or uh potential problems i think it just uh, yeah i think it's just an extra step towards uh maintaining the guitar Mm -hmm. you know if you take it to the tech it just offers well, if you set up your own guitars or you have a tech set up your guitars, it just offers them another tool to, to get the job done quicker. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what kind of wood are, are you using sort of a, a, using different woods for the bodies or is using kind of going everything? With I keep it pretty, pretty much the same. Every guitar is with the exception of one is uh, mahogany. Ah, and nice. the only exception is one model of our, our wood sole. All our other wood soles are mahogany, but there's one that comes in a natural and that altar. Okay, gotcha. And just so everybody understands, we've only mentioned like I think two or three guitars, but he's got seventeen different models that That's I it? counted. Is there more than that? No, no, no. Okay, yeah. So that that's still that's a lot of models. Uh, and actually, oh, it's, it's, too, it's, it's sixteen. Too many. Yeah, mm-hmm. counting. I think you have the La Flocka hardtail and uh, and then the regular one with the Bigsby on it. Everybody out there, go check out Pure Salem guitars. These are rippingly good guitars. You will rippingly. love playing them. I guarantee it. Yep. I don't have anything to back up. That is a non-legal guarantee. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but definitely go check it out. Uh, obviously, Rick's a, a solid dude, and uh, he's he's really passionate about these guitars. So. Anytime you, I fooled yeah. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jared, we're gonna mosey on into. Would you rather? I don't why with the Leslie thing, just because that's just the way he's it trying, goes. He, he's trying to pan stairs. Yeah, the way it goes. Yeah, okay. So would you rather, folks? So you're walking down the street, you come across an estate sale. Some old guy recovered two different Fender tweeds. Little diet, little tiny amps. That's little right. Little tiny old awesome amps. And they sound like But he took the tweet off. That's like Why that's would he take the tweet off? Well, I'll tell you why. I, why, why do you do that? Because one amp, uh-huh. he... <laughs> that's not why. 
Well, he let him go with it. Okay. Don't enter. He's going to oh. lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will when I say it was covered with Beatles uh, f- fan clippings. Okay. okay. Wait. So so he, he so did as, like a, as, a decoupage. A decoupage. A decoupage. That's right. With Beatles fan clippings. So that's when you put clippings and then you put glue all over it. So that's it like right. makes today's, it. Today's word is decoupage. Decoupage. <laughs> decoupage. Beatles decoupage. And then the other tweet yes. he had, it was uh-huh. a little different, uh-huh. but not... Don't tell me he took the tweet off of that, too. He did. Oh. And he added Rolling Stone magazine cover of... Of... The Rolling Stones? Did no. I get... Yes. That is what he chose. Oh, my gosh. I, could you believe he did that? That's it crazy. was the Rolling so Stones. So he, he took Rolling Sounds Stones awesome. covers of the Rolling Stones? And not Stones Rolling, the actual Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Wow. So he, so you're telling me this guy has two authentic Fender tweeds that are both missing the tweeds, but one's covered in Rolling Stone magazine's covers of Rolling Stones. Decoupaged. Yeah. Decoupaged. And a Beatles fan clippings one? That's right. This is insane. Tony, who are you going to choose? I, 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 my head is ready to explode. I know. Mine too. I, I, I just, What's a decoupage? What's well, a decoupage? Wait, man, we just went over that, but you, you saw it. You I told know us about I, it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so decoupage j- let's just clarify that's that's a uh, paper that has been placed on on wood or other material down that has and then been covered in glue. over in glue you can so do this clear. at home folks you can like lacquer you take to your own 50s tweeds no you take you Don't take you take elmer's glue yep and thin it down yep and then you can brush you it on it top. right over it and that's a decoupage so it's clear that's awesome yes yeah, it turns permanent. clear it's very all my hand. Yeah. okay tony will never take it off i'm gonna take the beatles shocker yeah it is a shocker <laughs> yeah but you know as much as i love the stones i mean that's yeah it's gotta nah, be it's, it's gotta one. be the beatles okay, I get it. the rolling although i do stones. like the it is clever that he chose to take rolling stone magazine covers yes, the rolling with stones the rolling stones it is on clever there. he was a very clever this man this is for a thinking clever guy yes yeah jared what are you choosing i'm gonna take the beatles okay it was my dad's group that's why he started your playing dad was guitar. in the beatles that's amazing oh <laughs> okay he listened to the beatles when he was a kid yeah so he told me stories about it so that's why i'm picking it that's rick why. what are you cha- to choosing the velvet underground yeah ah, no I, I i'll go with the rolling stones okay hey. i'm with you on that one man if i'm playing some rock and roll out of a loud rock and roll out of that little lamp i want it to be the stones associated with the stones yeah, yeah. all right that was a fun one wasn't it it was it a got, short, it, it was a short on the back end, but and long it, on and the front. It, and it always comes back to the you know the Stones versus the Beatles. Yeah, that's right. Just like Beatles and Stones, just like the Oasis. I'm just saying. <laughs> da, da, da. Okay, hey uh, Rick, where can people find your stuff? www.puresalemguitars.com and on Instagram, right? Oh yeah, and all the, all the regular social media stuff for sure. Platforms. Hey guys, uh, if the new guitar bug bites you and you are interested in getting a pure salem guitars just message me get a hold of me through email or or dm me on instagram let me know that uh that you want to get a guitar and mention the word decoplage <laughs> no that's impossible <laughs> they have to spell <laughs> and, it correctly or, or guitar knobs go to guitar knobs <laughs> um just get a hold of me. Mention that you you know you heard the show on on, on guitar knobs, and uh, I'll, I'll take two hundred dollars off the list price. Holy mackerel! Wow! 
So uh, just get a wow, hold of me and, dude. And, uh, that is you got it. Thank you so much. Wow, that's that, that's very. Generous. I'm constantly amazed when this kind of thing happens. I, oh, I no, truly you guys, am. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. I mean, I'm I'm honored to be on the show. Oh Thank man. You. I'm, I'm so the back of my head, my neck hairs are like kind of standing up a little <laughs> bit. Like, some? honestly, I do have some left. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm with Rick there probably. <laughs> um, Rick, I, that is incredibly generous. I thank you for offering that to our audience. Everybody. Oh, my pleasure. Get out there, give Rick a hauler, get your deal. Use the guitar knobs as the code word for that. However you need to do that. And and get one of these strapped around your neck because they're really great guitars for real. Thank you so much for that offer, Rick. Um, oh, you're welcome. Tony, you're pointing where, at me. Where where can they find you? Well, they could find me at my website, which <laughs> yep. is pickguardian.com. And let's just say you're looking for yeah, custom material, custom pickup cuts, whatever. Uh-huh. Just drop me a line. I'm cool. sure we can work something out. You can also check out some of the projects we I've been talking about on on Instagram. I usually post some progress works in progress pictures there so it's pick guardian and the number one awesome jared go to brandonwildpickups.com we build boutique pickups we build vintage style pickups and we even age them to look old we also repair pickups at a very reasonable cost and a fast turnaround brandonwildpickups.com uh instagram facebook all that good stuff yeah right on uh, Tony, you got one last thing to do uh, before do. we say goodbye to our friend Rick. I do. I do. Okay. I, I need to thank some very, very important people. Okay. If you go to patreon.com forward slash decoupage. No, forward slash, forward slash the, the guitar, the guitar knobs. knobs. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I got all hung up on decoupage. You can find out how you can become a patron. And we have various tiers and not the kind that you cry but the kind that you climb. Right. But the right. ones that we're going to talk about today are... Well, I want to talk a little bit more about Patreon. Okay. So go on there. There's there's great levels. You get some great prizes for becoming a patron. Stickers. Yep. The guitar and buttons. Knobs. Stickers and, and buttons and, and t-shirts and... All the stuff. All the stuff. Good stuff. And one benefit to be uh, of being an executive producer, and in addition to all that great stuff, is... You get to have your name right on the thing. That's right. And that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to read these names. Do it. On the thing. Okay. And I'm going to start with our, I'd like to welcome aboard uh, Key Sayers. Hey, that's right. welcome. Our, hey, our, our, our newest Patreon. Thank yes, you. sir. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Oh, uh, also, I'd like to thank uh, Doug Gann, Brad Partridge, Michael Van Zant, Doug Christ, Zach J. Wright, Gary Goodman, and son Beckett. Beckett. Woohoo. Darren Gregory, Robert Marfleet, John Anglin, Sean, uh, Chris Kearney. <laughs> almost got Sean in, a, in early there. Sean S. S. Oliver Gonzalez, John Daly, Robin Smith, Pete Marshall, Carlos Mancha, Matt Brammer, David Wolfson, Martin Cliff, and Tom Barazin. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. I do want to point out that it is great to hear your names every week because we also get to talk to you during the week. Most of you, uh, not only the ones that we read off, but uh, you know, we, we talk to so many of you during the week, either via email, via Instagram, message. via Facebook, via message, and uh, you're you're involved in our community, and we we truly appreciate it. I know that the guests that we have on do as well, and we're thankful for that. Please keep that up. 
What a great show. I'm so happy that we were able to do this with Rick. Rick, thank you so much for taking You're your time and sharing it with oh. us. Listen, thank you guys so much for having me on. It, it was an honor. I had a great time. Um, I just want to, for those of you out there listening, and maybe you were in a situation like I was, and you're, maybe your life is, you're kind of lost or something, and, and life is short. If you have a dream, you need to go for it. Even if it doesn't work out, at least you could say that you tried. The worst thing that you're ever going to have in your life is regrets. I, I didn't want to be on my deathbed saying I wish I would have tried. So whatever you get, your dream is, you need to go for it and you need to do it. And you just never know. It might work out, but you won't know unless you try. So Excellent. you got to try. I couldn't Excellent agree more. I, I mean, that is beautiful. I got the tingles. Thank you so much well, for sharing. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Thanks. All right, everybody. Have a great guitar weekend. Subscribe. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decoupage. Yeehoo. Yeah. Um. By the power of punk rock. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.